cooling anger. Becoming and remaining angry is counterproductive to your efforts to reduce your chronic pain. If anything, remaining angry can only increase your physical pain and can push other significant people away. Your anger can be a defense against acknowledging other, more vulnerable feelings, such as feeling frustrated, ungratified, hurt, rejected, betrayed, unloved, vulnerable, helpless, powerless, violated, insecure, or misunderstood. In other words, your anger is simply a defense against your feeling pained. Let go of your anger. As a clinical psychologist, I've witnessed hundreds of patients struggling with their physical pain that is being aggravated by these underlying feelings. And I've been there as well. Anger only makes your physical pain worse. Your anger will only increase your physical pain. And if you can get in touch with these underlying feelings, you can let your anger go. Share your underlying feelings with your loved ones or with others you can trust to understand what you are truly feeling. If you can do this, you'll see your level of physical pain miraculously diminish. Try to use these other suggestions to help reduce your anger ratings on the emotional pain scale I've developed over time. 1. Learn to cool down. If you feel like you're getting too hot and you will react emotionally, then it's clear you've got to cool down quickly before you say or do things you'll regret later. Imagine that you can have a thermometer in your mind, visually, from 0 to 10 or from 0 to 100, with the mercury being the color red. Do whatever it takes to reduce the mercury down to at least 40 to 50. This is similar to biofeedback training. Note how your body signals that you are feeling like you are ready to say or do something you may eventually regret. Recognize your physical signals that especially increase your desire to shout, scream, yell, hit, or throw something. Take a time out. Take a break. Get away from the scene to calm down and give yourself a chance to think more clearly. Deep breathe, focusing on each inhale and exhale, and counting slowly from 1 to 10, saying the next consecutive number with each exhale. Say to yourself, cool down, chill, stay calm, or relax. Be careful that a response of becoming angry is not a result of your mind reading or projecting your thoughts and feelings onto someone else. This can be a result of your having low self-esteem and thinking, well, that person thinks I don't know anything, when it may really mean I don't think I know anything. If someone becomes angry at you, respond this way. What is it about blank that's making them get so angry at me? Or... What are other reasons why blank is becoming angry? For example, hurt, pained, misunderstood. Often anger can result from a misperception, a miscommunication, or a distortion. Reflect on whether any of these conditions may be contributing to your angry feelings. Review the medical hazards of becoming angry. From a physical standpoint, getting angry is no different 
than stomping on your accelerator pedal while your car is in neutral. That's because anger quickly increases the reactions from the sympathetic nervous system, including an increase in blood pressure and heart rate, rapid breathing, muscle constriction, and or an increase in adrenaline and cortisol levels. If your feelings of anger are related to a lack of healthy assertiveness, then focus on learning assertiveness strategies that we'll discuss in a later podcast. Try to use statements like, I feel hurt when blank, or I feel pained when blank. These are more vulnerable feelings to share with someone else, and you will notice that others are more willing to listen to you and respond to what you're thinking and feeling. Increasing happiness. Most of you can learn how to be happy. Martin Seligman, a psychologist and researcher, and former president of the American Psychological Association, identified major ways to improve happiness after studying how animals experience learned helplessness and become quite depressed by having no way to avoid pain. Seligman changed his his entire perspective radically to focus on how to improve happiness rather than focus on depression. I'd suggest that you read Seligman's book, Authentic Happiness, the founder of the field of positive psychology. In his book, Seligman identifies the virtues of happiness and how to obtain and enhance them. Visit Dr. Seligman's website, www.authentichappiness.org, where you can obtain a user ID and password, and you can do assessments to identify your signature strengths and learn specific ways how to develop a positive perspective on how to reduce your chronic pain. Smile as much as you can during the day. Just notice how much the act of smiling connects you to others and makes you feel better. Listen to songs with lyrics that make you feel happy and inspired, or to music that makes you feel good. Every morning, for example, I listen to J.S. Bach, particular Hebrew hymns, show tunes, or my favorite musical artists, or even meditation music. Listen to your favorite music on a daily basis, especially when you're getting up in the morning. Make a playlist of songs that refer to happiness. Some examples include Don't Worry, Be Happy, Put on a Happy Face, Tomorrow from Annie, Impossible Dream, Climb Every Mountain, You'll Never Walk Alone, Singing in the Rain, The Beach Boys' Good Vibrations, and Walking on Sunshine. Be happy about the simplest things in life. Just the fact that you are able to get up, breathe, and use your senses should be enough to make you happy. Be happy when you accomplish even small goals in your pain reduction strategies. Do something kind for someone else at least once weekly. The more you perform acts of kindness for others, the more you will experience happiness and meaningfulness. Happiness, optimism, and gratitude are interrelated. Your ability to increase your happiness by simply changing the way you think and the way you behave will be incredibly helpful to reduce your chronic chronic pain.